You're listening to an Airwave Media Podcast. The world is filled with many questions, such as, did giants exist? What is junk DNA? Does it mean that you're trash? Do you ever wonder if aliens have underwater bases in our oceans, and that's why there are so many UFO sightings off the coasts of islands all over the world? How serious even is climate change, and when should we start building our rafts? Hello, everyone. You may recognize me as Gabby from the History of Everything podcast. And my name is Bruna, and you don't recognize me from anything yet. Together, we're two scientists who explore the answers to these questions and many, many more in our new podcast, Mystery Mystery of Everything, Everything. available everywhere you get your podcasts. Hello, everyone. Stakuyi here. And I'm Gabby. And we are the hosts of History of Everything, a podcast which you can probably guess by the name is, well, I mean, it's about everything. Do you want to know why people thought potatoes were evil and would give you syphilis? Are you curious about all the stories of the terrible and stupid ways that people have kicked the bucket over the years? Do you want to hear tales about all of the different badasses of history and the lives that they had brought to life? Well, if so, then look no further. History of Everything is just the right podcast for you. It's available on Spotify, Pandora, and anywhere else that you get your podcast from. Join us for some fun and just see how weird and wacky history can be. Jenny Williamson. And I'm the Severed Head of Crosses. And this is Ancient History Fangirl. So, Severed Head of Crosses, <laughs> we find ourselves here once again at the end of the season. This is the end of season six announcement where we debrief what just happened. The Roman occupation of Britain. Oh, we're so grim, Jenny. We went real grim dark this past season, but there were some highlights, perhaps some lowlights, I guess you could say. <laughs> There are some absolute highlights. Look, it was Romans behaving badly occasionally, you know, Boudicca behaving badly, but there were some real, real highlights of this season. Occasionally the Morrigan behaving badly. She made some choices I don't agree with. But you know what? Morrigan is literally just going to Morrigan. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's actually kind of hard to say what my favorite episodes are because there's so much I love about this season, even though it was very grimdark. I mean, it's got to be the pee-drinking Mithras. Look, if having to drink the Emperor's pee is the highlight of the arc, I mean, maybe you should be questioning your life and your choices. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, I, I feel like the Anglesey episode about the Druids was a really important episode for me because I'd wanted to cover that topic for a really long time. Ever since I visited Anglesey in 2018, my good friend Lindsay from Oneshi Press also requested it way back when, and I promised her I'd get to it eventually, meaning like, I don't know, three or two or three years later, approximately. That episode just led down this incredibly deep rabbit hole about Druids, the Roman subjugation of Britain, and just uncovered this huge picture about that that I did not know and that I think is not widely covered necessarily in the ancient history. And that led us to female druids, which led us to the Morrigan, which led us to mythical echoes of an ancient genocide that easily could have been the Roman one against the Romano-British people and how specifically it affected women. I don't think I've heard it told that way anywhere else. And I didn't do the primary research on it. So like the great thing I got to experience was 
Jenny and I, as we've said many times in the podcast, we text each other as we dig into our research. And a lot of times, like, we will just text each other random facts at, like, whatever time it is. Like, generally, it winds up being late my time because of five-hour time difference. Boundaries. We need better boundaries. I put do not disturb on. Now she can't text me at 3 a.m. anymore. How are we still talking to each other? I don't know. This is why our podcast never should have made it three years. And yet, all I was trying to say was that one of the great joys for me in this series was watching Jenny uncover all of these incredible facts and getting to hear them piecemeal through our texts and then eventually getting to recount the story for you on the podcast. It's been so wonderful. Jenny's done such an incredible job with the research and I just I couldn't be prouder of all the work that she's done this season. Thank you. Oh, I'm so happy. I also felt like, you know, Hadrian's Wall was another one I really loved. And I wasn't initially planning to put that in, but so many people were asking about it on Twitter. And I was like, oh, I don't want to cover Hadrian's Wall. It's just a wall. Yeah, I was one of those people who really felt like, do we have to? Yeah, but I started to read about it and then I was like, no, actually, we really do have to cover this because, well, the Druid series basically laid the foundation for the beginning of the Roman invasion. The story of Hadrian's Wall was just this sweeping epic tale about the rise and fall of the Roman Empire from the view of the top of the wall. I think one of the things I loved the most about it, and I didn't know that this is where the story was going to take me, but I wound up just being washed up at one of these vikis outside the forts as they dried up and all the supplies stopped coming and all the money stopped coming and all these soldiers and I stopped hearing from Rome and... We were just stuck in these tiny little forts as the Roman Empire receded from us and all the support that made it livable up there receded from us. It was not a story that I knew. I felt like I was, you know, uncovering like I was uncovering a piece of archaeology that nobody had seen before. And I mean, people had seen this story before. I wasn't discovering it out of my own archaeology. I had discovered it by reading other people's work, but I really felt like I was making these amazing discoveries through time that I didn't know about, and I was really excited to share on the podcast. Yeah, it was absolutely incredible. And when Jenny was pitching me Hadrian's Wall, I was definitely one of the people who was like, do we need to? And then she told me what happened when as she said, everything receded and people were just left at the wall. And, you know, like the series was very much a linchpin because it explained to you how Roman colonization worked and what it looked like when they had these big settlements, particularly military settlements, who came to the settlements, who made their lives around them, how that trade and commerce work and how cosmopolitan and even metropolitan in some cases, the settlements became around these Roman soldiers and bases. And in order to really explain anything about that conquest of Britain, you needed to really talk about and dig into Hadrian's Wall. And also what happened when the Romans disappeared. Yeah. So Jen's big project this season was the Boudicca Arc. And I think Hadrian's Wall really laid the foundation for the Boudicca Arc. Oh, yeah. I don't think I could have told it without Hadrian's Wall. Yeah, because there were so many details that we uncovered, like about how Roman colonization worked, how these military settlements worked. The practice of women from, you know, the native culture being enslaved and then bought at these markets by soldiers and then married to these soldiers, which was happening a lot. Like, I think it gave us these insights into the story of Boudicca that we wouldn't have had otherwise. Absolutely. And I mean, Boudicca is my big arc, my big arc this season. I did a lot of last season, so I had a little bit of a break because I had a house move this season and I've had some caring responsibilities that have just taken up a lot of time. So I've been really grateful that I was able to just dig into Boudicca and really tell her story and have a bit more time with it because I needed it this season, frankly. 
But Boudicca's story is a story I've been wanting to tell since I met my husband when I was an exchange student in college. And he just took one look at me with my wild red curls and was like, I'm going to tell you about this warrior queen named Boudicca and why I think you remind me of her. And I was like, oh, do tell me more. (laughs) That sounds like you. Yeah, (laughs) it does. Right. Anyway. Digging into Boudicca's story, I thought I would feel one way about it, just like I did when I was telling the story of Agrippina the Younger. I really thought that I would feel certain ways about the story and make certain choices when I was telling it, and I completely surprised myself. I really felt like her story and the residence and what it meant was so different from the story I set out to tell. And I don't want to rehash it all because you've just listened to those episodes, but I was so thankful for all the work we'd done in setting the stage for Roman Britain so that when we got to Boudicca, when she strode across the stage, she was fully formed. She was ready to kick ass. She was ready to be both a symbol that she's been co-opted into and a woman who just wanted to burn everything to the ground because sometimes you got to do that. I think what's interesting about the Boudicca series that we did and how it fits into the arc is that that story chronologically in the history, occurs at roughly the same time as the Druid's Last Stand at Anglesey, but the Anglesey episode was at the very beginning, and the Boudicca episodes were at the very end of the arc, and I actually think that that was the perfect way to tell it, because there was so much stuff that we had laid the groundwork for already that helped us and our listeners understand Boudicca. And also, I'm just going to throw a little love out there for Mithras. I mean, I thought I was going to be writing a very different episode about sort of a proto-Jesus, a fun Saturnalia Yule type episode. And instead, I started writing about drinking the emperor's pee and Smurf penis hats. It turns out that Mithras has nothing to do with Christmas at all. Merry Mithmas. (laughs) So we did have a really great guest roster this season. We started off with bringing Liv on from Let's Talk About Myths Baby to talk about scary stories to tell in the dark. Ancient World Edition. That's right. Mary from Myths and Tits came on to talk women in Welsh mythology. That was really fun. Liv came on again to help us fill in some gaps about Hadrian because I criminally did not research Hadrian outside of specific things I want to talk about with Hadrian. And we had Ben Aronovich who came on to talk to us about Old Londinium, what Roman Britain would have looked like. And we had an epic conversation, very sweeping, a little rambling um, about Old Londinium. It was great. Jen has known Ben for years and um, I've always heard from her that he's just as nerdy about ancient history as we are. And I was so glad to finally get to talk to him and have him on the podcast so that you guys could experience one of those conversations that Jen has with him all the time. He's just so brilliant and so knowledgeable and it was just so much fun. And I'm so glad that we got to finally like have a chance to have him on the podcast and have like a subject that really just fit perfectly. I mean, all of our guests this year, Liv and Mary and Ben, have just added so much wealth and depth to um, everything we've done. And we're so grateful for them. But I think that we will be seeing some new faces next season as well. But let's get to that in a minute. So next season, we are going to be doing things a little bit differently. One of the things is that this season has been super dark. And it comes right after the Spartacus arc, which was also very dark. Turns out the ancient world was very dark, Jen. Well, I also think after so much lockdown and darkness, I I just, I really am begging for a bit of levity. (laughs) Yeah. Um, so anyway, we are looking forward to next season covering some things that are a lot lighter and maybe just more fun and not quite so grim dark. Although I will say that we read through one of the very first episodes that's going to drop next season and turns out it's very, very, very dark. Well, you didn't think it was that dark because you were listening to like Boudicca, which was all dark all the time. Right. Anyway, 
So our theme next season is, it's basically, it's cults and subcultures. We're going to use next season as an opportunity to dig into some of the more, from our perspective at least, undercovered areas of uh, Greek and Roman life. So some stuff I'm excited about covering includes sex workers, and I've wanted to cover this topic forever, and I thought I was going to do just one episode on sex workers, and it turns out I've got like six about various (laughs) aspects of being a sex worker, various famous sex workers. So you're going to know so much about sex workers by the end of that series, although it's not really, like they're all little one-offs, like you could listen to them out of order is how I designed that section. The way in which this series works is everything is a one-off. There are no big arcs. There's no big overarching theme this season. What we want is for you to be able to dive in at any point that you want in the stories and listen to them as their own tales. Yeah, um, I'm really interested in digging into intersex and gender fluidity in ancient Greece and Rome. I'm hoping to have uh, an expert guest on to talk about that. I'm really interested in covering obscure cults and religious practices, stuff like the Sibylline prophecies, signs importance, the cult of Aphrodite, all kinds of stuff like that. And that list, I'm sure, will grow longer as I dig into the research. Yeah, and I'm really excited to like be able to look at a series of one-offs for a change. I fully reserve the right that my list of things I'm excited about covering will probably change as I haven't even... I've only started working on one episode so far, and you know what happens when I find a rabbit hole. But what I'm working on at the moment, ancient werewolves. Oh, yes, we are leaving vampires behind, and we are going into the beasts that howl at the moon by night. I'm also really excited to be looking at Vestal Virgins, who I've been fascinated with since I was a wee... 11-year-old in Latin class. I want to look at the oracles of the ancient world, Delphi, Apollo's great seat, and the grove of Dodona, literally the woods and the trees that would whisper to you. I want to look at the Eleusinian mysteries and maybe have a guest on to talk about the cult of Persephone. And I want to dive into the mysteries of things like labyrinths and the Minoan snake woman, the Pythagorean mysteries, because believe it or not, the triangle guy, he was up to a lot of crazy stuff. The inventor of the triangle invented the isosceles. Well, he invented the Pythagorean theorem, which I've now forgotten. Isn't it like the way in which you measure a triangle? Oh God, why are we English majors and not math majors? It's just triangles. It's all triangles all the time. That's the Pythagorean cult. It's actually like, it's a lot more complicated than that because when we were researching both the Gauls and the Celts and their religious practices and when Jen started to delve into Thracians and Dionysus, Pythagoras kept coming up as this sort of precursor and we felt like we had to understand more about Pythagoras and why he kept coming up when we were talking about all these other ancient cultures. I'm also looking forward to looking at the cult of Isis and... I've kind of promised Jenny I'm going to cover sex magic. (laughs) Sex magic. Sex magic, the magic that was involved in, I guess, love spells and procreation and all that kind of stuff. Sex magic, guys. We are talking about sacred prostitution, but I'm covering it in my episode about the cult of Aphrodite. And if there's time, I might look into some witchcraft in the ancient world, but we'll see. I think Cathbad the Druid would have a lot of opinions about sex magic. Oh, God. Cathbad the Druid is the, like, poster guy of sex magic. Ugh. What day is it lucky for? <laughs> it's always time to have sex with Cathbad the Druid. <laughs> Today's lucky for getting lucky with me. <laughs> Today is the day for getting it on with Cathbad the Druid. He was the ancient world druid pickup artist of our dreams. Nightmares. Ugh. <laughs> 
Anyway, so we're going to start doing things a little differently next season. We really want to grow the podcast and eventually start doing this full time. And we've been doing really well. We've been really loving this job and our audience and things have been growing. At this point, we're actually starting to make this financially viable, but we still can't quit our day jobs to just do this full time. So we're going to try some things differently next season just to see if we can get a little more traction. One of the big changes is that we are going weekly, and I'm terrified. Yeah, I'm also terrified because these episodes take us anywhere between 40 and 80 hours of work. So much work. If you factor in all the reading, all the research, all the writing, all the editing, other people, I guess, don't take as long to do a podcast, but for some reason, I think we just chose the hardest work format on every level to do this podcast on and then you know publishing it and doing all the social and the marketing and the publicity and the finding people for guests and listening to other people's podcasts so that we can be connected to the community and scout out people who might want to come on the podcast and reading books for the podcast and just all the stuff that we do this is a full-time job We're making probably something like a dollar an hour on the podcast. And it is our dream to continue making the podcast for as long as you guys want to listen to us. And probably even beyond a little bit. But the reality is that we are hitting a a turning point in our careers here where we need to see if we can step this up and make this a really viable job for each of us so we can scale back on some of our other work and make this full time because we have so many other things in our lives that are really calling for us. We've got caring responsibilities. We've got families. We've got friends. We've got other projects. And in order to make sure that this is the thing that is driving us and bringing in the money, we need to start making some more money. Yeah. And that's just the reality, you know, and um, you can always support the podcast by joining our Patreon, which starts at just $2 a month. I hope that you guys make the decision to do that after that speech. (laughs) One of the things we're going to do to try to step things up is we're going to try and do weekly next season. And we've got so many ideas for these little one-off episodes that we think that we've got enough to sustain it. But we do reserve the right to call it if it's just burying us, which it might. I'm really scared. Or to go something like three weeks on, one week off. So again, our goal when we come back on September 2nd is that we will be weekly until we finish the season. But, you know, as I've said a few times, I've got a major family illness that I'm dealing with that takes a lot of time. And Jenny's been great in being able to give me the support I need. And in order to keep going forward and to keep making this a priority, we need to be making money. But also, if things get difficult for me, we may need to take a short break. We may need to scale it back. We just don't know what's going to happen with Jen's situation or, you know, who knows with my situation. Things happen. And the reality is, if this is a giant project that isn't bringing in money, it's going to be the first thing to go um, if things get difficult. And luckily, we've been able to maintain things throughout the pandemic and we worked really hard to do that and we want to keep doing it that is the goal we're not planning on going anywhere but you know i think it is always good to let you guys know that right now we are doing our best to give you as much content as possible and to make this our full-time job and we need your help and support and support is definitely getting new patrons but it's also getting new listeners please if you like the podcast recommend us to other people rate review and subscribe It all helps. We're going to take a longer break just to get everything as ready as possible. So we are going to pause after this episode is dropped and we'll be gone for eight weeks this summer. Our new season will begin on September 2nd. 
And over the summer break, we'll be releasing one episode a week from our back catalog. And these are episodes that we love, that are either under-listened to, criminally under-listened to, or far back in our catalog, or, or maybe a bit of both, and that you might have missed, and that we think you'll love. So we both picked four of our favorites. We've recorded new introductions where we talk about the episode, so there is something new in there for you. And we give you our reasons for why we think these are unsung heroes in our back catalog, and we really hope you'll give them a listen, or a re-listen if you've already heard them. Yeah, and because we make ad revenue based on listenership, listening to the back catalog episodes is a way to support our podcast, and we appreciate all of the ways you support our podcast. We will be releasing new episodes throughout the summer on our Patreon, so if you do want new content from us, sign up there. It starts at $2 a month. We should talk a little bit about the $10 level episodes that we've been dropping, Jen, because it's become a real thing. (laughs) It has become a real thing. So at our $10 patron level, we pretty much created a drunk history slash mythology podcast. It's a whole sub podcast where we literally rock up, don't do any research, get drunk and tell you stories from mythology. And we've had Live On So Far from Myths Baby, and we intend to have some other podcasters on as well. But it is definitely the most after of after parties. Our $5 level episodes are quite research heavy. Sometimes they're like 20 minutes or 15 minutes, but sometimes they're like an hour going into some aspect of a story that we didn't cover in the longer episode or on the main feed. But the $10 level is just so much fun. Like you're basically getting our id. And our ongoing guest is Liv Albert from Let's Talk About Myths Baby, who is, I would say, probably one of the foremost Greek mythology storytellers that you can get on a podcast these days. She's just so good. And the fact that we can have her on to do this is just so we have so much fun doing it. And we're starting to think about branching out and inviting other podcasters on to just get tipsy and tell us about something from their podcast with no notes and just have a really fun time. Um, we've talked about doing this with Katie and Nathan from Queens because they're they're also such a great fit. But just the fact that, like, to be honest, I just love hanging out with Liv and doing these because it's just so low stress for me. All I have to do is show up. Like, usually it's Jen and Liv telling me a story, and I just love that. <laughs> I love it. I love drinking wine and talking Greek mythology. Like, that is one of my favorite things in the world. And the fact that Liv loves drinking wine and talking about Greek mythology is one of my favorite things in the world. It is just a great nerdy melding of minds. It's like being at a symposium run by ladies and not awful. Yeah, the symposia, um, well, there were some downsides to the symposia. (laughs) (laughs) Especially if you happen to be a woman in the room. But yeah, I love these because I just love hanging out with Jen and Liv, who are both so nerdy about Greek mythology, and hanging out and letting them tell me these amazing, incredibly off-the-wall stories and drinking and laughing, and it's just so fun. And, you know, sometimes things take a dark turn, but even when they take a dark turn, we manage to keep it light, which I love. Even when there's family murder, it's still light. There's so much murder. I mean, it is the ancient world. It's ancient Greece. Greek mythology. There's so much murder. If it's not murdery, it's not Greek mythology. So if you are into just getting, you know, a peek straight into our id, sign up at the $10 level and listen to those episodes because they are so much fun. So next season, when we're back again, it's going to be mostly one-offs. This is, if you've been meaning to tell your friends to listen to us and you're like, oh God, where do we start? Next season, any episode is a place to jump in. 
So one of the things that we're doing next season is we're going to have a lot more guests on because there were so many topics I wanted to cover where I'm like, oh, so-and-so has a whole podcast about that. Or this person called us out on Twitter that we should have them on. And actually, it turns out that we should. Or this person literally wrote the book about this. So let's get them on. (laughs) Yeah, we're starting to be able to do that. And people are excited to come on the podcast because maybe people have started to hear about us. So we're going to take advantage of that and bring on some awesome people. It also means that we're able to bring you experts and authors and people who have insight in ways that we don't. We're not going to stop our storytelling, but we're so excited to be able to bring you on people who are expert storytellers or historians or mythographers in the ancient world. We're really looking forward to that. And we think that you're going to enjoy the roster of people that we have lined up. But no spoilers yet. You're going to have to wait a little bit longer to find out who's coming on next season. We haven't asked a lot of these people that we're planning to have on yet. That's what I'm saying. No spoilers. That is the lowdown on what's going on next season. As I said, our new season will start September 2nd, and if you're looking for new episodes from us throughout the summer, we will be releasing new stuff for Patreon members. You can find that at patreon.com slash ancienthistoryfangirl, and membership starts at just $2 a month. Times are tough. We understand that not everyone is able to give on our Patreon, but if you want to support us, please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts or get your podcasts from. It really does make a difference. It does help us with the tricky algorithms, and it does mean that we are able to hopefully move up in the world and make this our full-time job. If you like what we do, please do leave us, give us some love on social media. If we've got a post that you like on Instagram, save it. Believe it or not, that helps us in the Instagram algorithm. I don't understand how this dark magic works. Definitely a wizard did it, but it all makes a difference. And do make sure that you say hi to us. We will have new social content all summer. We're looking at maybe getting a couple guests to do some Instagram lives or maybe some Facebook chats. You can find us on Twitter at Ancient Hist Fan, and we're at Ancient History Fangirl on Facebook and Instagram. Yeah, you can find our merch at ancienthistoryfangirl.com. And uh, we hope you guys have a really great summer. See you in September. Mm-hmm.